The University of Toronto is in a politically correct pronoun pickle. One cohort of this generation of students is so zealous about being kept comfortable and intellectually unchallenged that they have twisted campus life into a large-scale grievance hunt and placed not a few worthy professors in some very bad situations indeed. Take, for example, Professor Jordan Peterson, tenured faculty member at the prestigious University of Toronto in this year of 2016. Welcome to Cool Your Takes, a show where your friendly friend hosts take bad takes and walk you through their context, you know, chat about why they're so spicy hot, and then highlight some cooler takes now and then. Uh, so I'm interim president of the United Students Front for Bop and Zizek Bussy, Chase Clark, and with me this week as always is estranged nephew of Juan Guaido, Keith Johnstone. Hello, hello, please give my uncle a little bit of a break, he's going through a hard time right now, alright? His best friend, Pence, just, like, fucked him over, and now he's, like, losing his chance at his big dream job. It's a sad day for Venezuela. I I believed in him, and I still do, and folks at home, I hope you stand with him as the true leader of, wait for it, the United States of America. (laughs) What? Uh, Everybody, if you um, could do your part, um, please Google Venezuela. If you yeah, if you haven't already, um, pause the show. This won't take very long. Pause the show. Activate the speech recognition function uh, on your device wherever you are, especially if you're driving. I don't want you taking your eyes off the road. And oh, no, no. say Google Venezuela. <laughs> okay, Google. Google Venezuela. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so this week we're we're taking a bit of a maybe an international twist in our this, this first little mini episode we're gonna have for you guys. Um, so today, uh, day of recording, we've got uh, April first, uh, April Fool's Day, and what better thing to have on April Fool's Day than the release of the federal carbon tax? <laughs> the <laughs> joke is that we're thinking it's gonna do something. <laughs> Everybody everybody loves this carbon tax. The conservatives love it. The environmentalists love it. Trudeau loves it. Uh, it's great. Uh, and as a little treat, we've got a couple of international takes that we're going to go through here. Uh, one of which is mine, which is really relevant to this current topic. And we kind of... Um, I We beat Keith to the punch on this one where I... I I couldn't hold it in. I had to tell him what the title of this article that I'm going to be talking about this week is. I got and, I got pre-taken on this journey, and uh, yeah, <laughs> prepare yourselves. I want, please sit down before he reads this title out to you, folks. Yeah. So this this is from um, Fantastic, um, entirely not operated by a uh, convicted felon uh, from the National Post. Um, this article's from the one, the only, Rex Murphy of Canadian fame. Kind of a formerly interesting character who's now kind of, like, fallen into obscurity as an old, angry man. Um, and Rex Murphy, as I've kind of realized over the last few years, is really, like, a litmus test of if he thinks that anything is bad, it's almost certainly good. 
<laughs> this will be exceptionally clear uh, in today's article. He's playing so the, title... the long game. Being, being such a perfectly inverted moral compass, it takes work, and he is doing us all a great service. He really is. And I'm, I'm not sure if Rex Murphy's always been like this, but he just I get the impression that he's been an old man for the entirety of his life like looking at him he's only like 74 years old but he does look like he's 150 and like could still go for another 20 years he looks like you would get um andy circus to play him uh use wearing a mocap suit uh it, it's <laughs> it fits yeah if if the glove fits you know all right so the, bearing the lead on this one the title of this article is uh Social Justice Democrats, Green New Deal will turn America into Venezuela. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm grimacing so hard. My initial reaction to this was just to scream. So the, the, the subhead to this is the Green New Deal uses environmentalism as a lever to pursue a far larger, more sinister agenda. A mad leap to a socialist night world. Which... <gasps> Given, like, I, <clears throat> Rex Murphy sucks, and his writing sucks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's overly verbose, using words that nobody's ever heard of, uh, as you'll see soon. But, man, he really knows how to, like, over-dramatize a sentence. It's, it's excellent. Just, uh, just point, point of cl- clarity. Point, point of, of order. There. Did, did he say night world? Yes, night world. One word. So so not like a nightmare world, just the socialist <laughs> policies of the Green New Deal will plunge us into eternal darkness, blotting out the sun so our vampire overlords can reign once again? I mean, when you run out of other people's money, who's going to pay to keep the lights on, you know? Uh-huh, got it. Someone's uh, got to pay to switch the sun on every morning. Exactly, and it sure isn't Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez as Rex gets into so one one quick little little warning to anyone who's listening to this. Uh, Rex Murphy loves to like mesh in pol- American political situations with like little bits of like Canadian trivia and like people who like are no longer at all on the current stage. So there are names in here that just don't make any sense. So <laughs> just a heads up that some of these allusions fall on deaf ears to anybody under the age of like sixty five. It's like Heritage Minutes, but bad. (laughs) But bad. All right, so getting right into it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is out to prove she is the Thomas Jefferson of the infantile social justice progressive left. And she is doing one non-carbon emitting hell of a job. She is a marvel. In her mere 35 days as a fresh person in Congress, she's made her mark. She's the Cardi B... I like to fake hiptitude of the Democratic Party, the very seal of death to the Hillary era. It's done. So all of these like little asides are all included in like little parentheses of which each oh. paragraph has about three. Yeah, I could kind of hear it in the way you were reading it, but I was really hoping that <laughs> that was just like one straight run on sentence. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. It's also a run on sentence. Oh, good, 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 good. Uh... All right, Professional finish, journalist, lifelong the, journalist. Lifelong journalist, finishing the sentence, uh, formerly uh, employed by the CBC. Uh, she takes to Twitter like a Donald duck to water. Oh, Pro- really? <laughs> it's like every low-hanging fruit, he's just like, ooh, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that, too. He's m- m- mixing, like, 
dad jokes with this kind of reprehensible <laughs> bad political take. Yeah, just wait oh, until he true. starts. Yeah, it's just wait until he jokes. starts putting in like Canadian allusions to it gets worse. This is just the beginning. This isn't even his final form. Um, yeah, it takes like a Twitter to Donald Duck to water. Uh, provokes whole rivers of drool at CNN and MSNBC and is the very embodiment of and avatar of every social justice warrior and barista malcontents idea of the perfect politician. Um, okay, so when, when was this written? February 11th. Okay, okay. So, b- so. before we canceled AOC. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, in, in, case you're, in case you're not aware, um, a- AOC... Yeah, garbage done for um she's, ne- she's, never gonna be trusted again uh, she's trying to make a comeback of... <laughs> come back kid oh she, she yeah no. real talk still very good but um yeah no rex no <laughs> there, there's this weird idea that like the 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 leftist sphere doesn't hold its politicians to any sort of of um rigor uh that's kind of completely the opposite it's of the entirely case. The opposite There's much of the more case. rigor than any other political wing. Yeah, and and I mean, I mean Ocasio Cortez is a great example of that. Um, the Democratic people who follow the Democratic Party have been doing a really great job of like holding these these people to to account in the states, which is excellent. Uh, but going on, no Rex is not done with AOC. He oh, like boy. he we go on a journey with Rex and AOC. Um, for the duration of this article, and it's it's just beginning. <clears throat> Does this count as a fanfic? This is certainly found fanfic. Um, he's painting us a, and it's, it's just about as long as a fanfic too. This is this is some sort of AOC Rex slash fiction that I'm honestly here for. No, 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 I'm not thinking. No, <laughs> I I just just before we started recording, I watched a video with Rex Murky, Murphy speaking, so I know what his face looks like. So. <laughs> Oh no! He looks like if you like took Jean Chrétien and melted him more. <laughs> He's Madame Tussaud. Jean <laughs> horrible Madame. The Madame Tussaud in Ottawa faced a horrible like <laughs> horrible tragedy. All right, all right. Moving swiftly along, Ms. O.C. As I shall sometimes, for brevity, refer to her, is thereby much to be prized. She is the most perfect example ever offered to the public at large of a greener who says what's on the green mind, who doesn't water down the message to avoid scaring off people whose feet occasionally make contact with the ground, one who puts in writing for all, for all to read what it really means if you believe all the stuff about skinny polar bears and delinquent ice caps shrinking, lobsters and sinking cities. No, no, no. Deliquescent ice caps and shrinking lobsters. The whole dreary catalog of infinite earthly degradation about to fall on us all. If climate change, in scare quotes, as the cause of wars, warts, pestilence, and famine, and whatever else can be put on a bullet list, is not stopped in its tracks now. <laughs> so that was that was one sentence. That was... That was H.P. Lovecraft levels of purpling your prose. Like the, wouldn't you know oh. it? He he re- he references H.P. Lovecraft in this article. No, re- no, <laughs> yeah, we'll, no. We'll get to that later. No. 
Okay, really quick. Yeah. When you said delinquent icebergs, I got this beautiful mental image of of an anime about some uh, some icebergs that are in high school and they form a gang and one of them has a baseball bat. Like it's beautiful. He's it's got like beautiful. the bandit Somebody... on his nose. Like yes, yes. Someone someone make this. I much prefer please. delinquent ice caps than deliquescent ice caps. Um. So in case you kind of like missed missed that little bit, um, he's a bit of a climate denier. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can we can just like stop at that and be like, oh yeah, one of the most very prominent men in in previous uh, uh, Canadian media is like a hardcore climate denier and is still given be given a platform. But regardless, like you said, if he is against something, you should be for it. This is true. This is true. Yeah, we we stand a Rex Murphy. Uh, <laughs> so th- now this is where the Canadian shit really gets in. In all right, I'm just gonna go into it. This is a horrible sentence. She out Suzuki's Suzuki. She out Naomi's Klein. If Al Gore had wed Jane Goodall and Elizabeth May presided at the ceremony, eventually the world would have cheered the nativity of someone very likely to grow up as Alexandria Casio Cortez, the Captain Marvel of the Green Movement. <laughs> She's not even that hard line of an environmental. What? I know, I know. But I just, I love, I love how he's like, you know, Al Gore and Jane Goodall. You know who really fits in this metaphor? Elizabeth May, <laughs> like the Canadian Green Party leader, like <laughs> notorious, like friend of Al Gore and Jane Goodall. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all because they're all environmentalists. They all have a a group chat. They all have a, a Slack channel that they mm-hmm. hop in and and um, officiate each other's weddings in a sort of like pseudo. I think it it's it takes the place of group sex for that community. Yes, uh, it's yes. Fascinating. I bet you could write several sociology papers. I mean, it. sex sex is too um, energy uh, um, inefficient to be green. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I've got, I've got I was I was just saying. Hmm. So AOC, like, not that staunch of an environmentalist. I think several of the people he just mentioned would say she's not going nearly hard enough. Oh, I yeah. would say that uh, the new, the Green New Deal, as it is, is a stopgap measure, and people who are passionate about these things know that. And but I mean, Rex Rex might be a little bit smarter because it was seen later in the in the picture. He's not hundred percent sure that this whole thing's all about environmentalism. In fact, it might be about socialism. Don't scare me with words like that. You can't you, you can't just say that without warning me. I just gotta chill up my spine. The slippery slope to socialism. Um, also, one quick aside. I think I've cracked the code as to why there's so many horrible Canadian illusions in this article. I think since he spent so much time working for the CBC, he's still under the impression that everything he writes has to be at least 15% uh, originally Canadian. Mm, and so, yeah, or... if, exactly. If he doesn't include all these names and illusions, then uh, he'll lose his money in his, in his pension. This happens yeah, to yeah, he, all he CBC and former get... employees. This is a fact. He, he'll get fired off of off the wall at the... At the uh, Fort Quebec is I don't, <laughs> I don't is think, it called Fort Quebec? <laughs> I don't know it's, it's the big the big hill they have there <laughs> it's the, it's the last fortified city in North America that's what I learned in school <laughs> I'm glad you took that away <laughs> Quebec knowledge come on you're a bird of boy uh, speak a different language there I shouldn't have to know <laughs> moving on um I suspect her poster 
Oh, sorry. Yes, I suspect her poster adorns Catherine McKenna's office wall. Catherine McKenna, the current uh, Minister of Environment. Justin Trudeau. Who I'm familiar with. One of three uh, <laughs> justice ministers you're uh, familiar with. Shut up. Uh, Justin Trudeau himself. Were he not now preoccupied with the with a reclic? Oh God, this these words preoccupied with a recalcitrant delinquent minister and fiddling <laughs> recalcitrant. recalcitrant minister oh, uh, and fiddling with disaster on the persnickety principle of the rule of law and how it intersects mm-hmm, and how it intersects with one's popularity in Quebec would probably do a bahangra in her honor well all right yeah. mr thesaurus <laughs> i don't know why i decided to choose a rex murphy episode uh, uh, article for this because this is just like doing me no favors <laughs> last week <laughs> last week ms oc issued one of the greatest fantasy project projections since hp lovecraft was possessed by the anima of lewis carroll we read it and weep america it's called uh. the green new deal the greeniest dream wish list so far to come out of the church of global warming uh, compared with Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal, the grim nostrums of the NDP Leap Manifesto could have been written by Pat Buchanan on sabbatical at the Fraser Institute. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Maybe a fair comparison, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Canadian Canadian environmental legislation has been extremely weak. Thank you for supporting yeah. us in this, Rex Murphy. <laughs> Like, Rex actually, like, has... He's pretty honest on it. Like, Canada's got shit all for, like, actual good green uh, policy and, like, and economic policy and whatnot. Uh, the closest thing we had was the, was the Leap Manifesto, and it was bad. So, yeah, you got yeah, it. Just, you got it in one, uh, Rex. I I, just, I I refer to the Green New Deal as a stopgap, and and the Leap is not even that. It's oh no. And, half of that and the leap terrible the leap's been like completely backpedaled as well like it's oh god sad uh all right skip it a little bit ahead here so now he's going to get into um his idea of what her uh her vision is so, some some bullet points as he mentioned mm, uh, earlier on the truth behind it because because people can't actually be environmentalists this is key yes no one actually is an environmentalist for the environment's sake there's always 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 going to be something behind it <coughs> yeah, well i mean exactly i mean we all know that uh climate change is a myth that's being propagated to instill a new world order that will get to all of these points that that rex is so uh so well laid out for us <clears throat> so yeah. i'm gonna get into that here's a mere sample of her vision uh revealed in dreary grandeur she wants to, point one, take airplanes out of the sky. Monorails will replace air travel. Bye-bye, Amazon. Bye-bye, FedEx. Bye-bye, Boeing. Woo! Bye-bye, American Airlines. All domestic aircraft. Yeah, sweet. When the planes um, are starting to intentionally uh, fly themselves into the ground, I'm for it. <laughs> I'm for I it. am for it. <laughs> I'm also, like, here we have Rex completely... Um, in support of nationalizing Amazon and dismantling it. Like Rex is the social, the new world socialist that we need. Yes. Yes. Point two, retrofit every single building in the United States tower, tent, home office town. He goes on, 
leaving yeah leaving oh yeah it'll require a population just slightly less than india to do this leaving no one left to fix and repair replace or maintain anything else just sure that's oh, about yeah, it yeah okay I, re- I remember um reading a similar a similar sort of argument about this because it's talking about like trying to get yeah trying to get homes and and um office buildings and everything else uh upgraded to new climate standards um, and people are saying, well, that's such a massive undertaking. That's such a huge infrastructure project. It's it's completely impossible. Well, <laughs> the buildings in the United States have been replaced pretty consistently unless you put, like, an effort into conserving a historic neighborhood. It, it, it gets remodeled, like, every two or three decades. Or, this just happens. Or you live in a, like poor neighborhood which nobody cares about like the quality oh, well, of living yes. <laughs> which yeah yeah if, if, ding, ding, ding. if your property values if your property values drop because you're poor which makes your property values drop then then sorry yeah you don't fit into my model here <laughs> yeah. yikes um also here's another excellent uh excellent to the last point uh eliminate the internal combustion engine stripping the nation of all cars boats bulldozers cranes and tractors Bye-bye General Motors. Great. Bye-bye Ford. Awesome. Uh, and then bye-bye Automobile Workers and Unions. Um, yep, yep. Ocasio is, Ocasio-Cortez is directly um, attacking the the automobile workers. She, from mm-hmm. day one, she said this. She just, she just hates them. But personally, personally, I hate James Watt. <laughs> Ever since the Watt steam engine was brought onto the market, I have been a... St- Staunch opposition of it, and I want all of its derivatives to be immediately removed. I don't want to see a single, single piston-driven engine. All watches should burn. Um, <laughs> yes. Also, uh, General Motors and Ford notoriously great to their workers and to unions in general. So, just gonna <laughs> they they love unions, folks. Folks, they love it. We definitely didn't just have a massive uh, firing, uh, a massive shutdown of a, of a General Motors factory here in Canada, and then a shutdown of a, a, the laying off of a, like twelve hundred more people in Ontario uh, this week. I think it was like, yeah. They, they, they well, that was no... probably that was probably in anticipation of the carbon tax. You know, they just mm. can't handle that That's, kind of yeah. economic stress. It's hard to pay for the pollution you make. It really is. Okay, then he just bitches about the fo- cutting out fossil fuels. Honestly, his his whole list of, of things is oh, <laughs> his his last thing that he he really absolutely hates is free healthcare for all, housing for all. <laughs> like how how dare we, <laughs> how dare how <laughs> dare we strive for for general uh, needs being met for all people. Free healthcare for all, it would never work, says. <laughs> Rex Murphy, Canadian citizen. <laughs> Impossible, I say. <laughs> all right. So he says uh, now he's now he's complaining about like what's going to happen. So when what's all when you take all of these initiatives in the Green New Deal and you implement them, what's going to happen to the country that we live in? Uh, and he says here, in unmitigable despair, billionaires will seek traditional exits from this veil of tears via skyscraper window ledges. The stockbroker leap. And he's saying that all billionaires are going to kill themselves. So... (laughs) And the braided (laughs) hemp neckties. Holy shit! (laughs) 
<laughs> Keep going. What? Oh, please describe my dream. Rex Murphy condones suicide of all billionaires. And yes, and he says this is just a sample of what's to come. Oh, so he's he's dreaming big. <laughs> Rex has got a plan. French Revolution Part Five at this point. I think so. Uh, and then he's trying. To, now he's making comparisons between how you know the Green New Deal. People say it's it's uh, you know a, a a sequel, a squeakquel, you could say to uh, the New Deal of the nineteen thirties. You could say that. I wish you wouldn't, but you could. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, Roosevelt initiated his program to get out of the Great Depression. O.C.'s plan structures the path to bring the Great Depression on. Pronto. The, the enormousness of its prescriptions is overshadowed only by the might of ignorance that powered their composition. The Green New Deal is, vul- is a volcanic eruption of progressive stupidity. You heard fake news. This is fake thought with bullet points okay so great depression she's gonna cause the great depression let's think back folks pull out those history textbooks great depression was characterized by what mm, drought a lot of dust i heard it might have been kind of warm maybe <laughs> um so if the green new deal passes that'll happen and if it doesn't well California just got rain, baby, oh. and that's not going to stop, uh, well, unless we get this past then. Uh, yeah. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is trying to cause more California droughts, is, is what I'm getting at. I think he thinks that, like, if, if, if Ocasio passes the Green New Deal, I personally will cause global warming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Rex Murphy, will drive my way into the Dust Bowl and... <laughs> Take my pickup truck, drive it in circles until I form a dust storm. One Rex enters, none shall return. All right, for twenty-first. So moving right along, uh, for twenty-first century American politics is. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about how we're all stupid uh, for for thinking this is a good thing. So for for the twenty-first century, American politics is the era of the child. To wish is to do. Now, this is classic conservatism right here. To wish is to do. Uh, the replacement of education with self-esteem sermonettes, the stripping of intellectual competence from schools, and triggering happy universities has produced uh. a de-educated... Oh, no. Oh, no, I lost my, my, my area. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. See, here, folks, oh, here no. is the loss of education... Um, my co-host here can't uh, navigate uh, his modern technology oh. because his coddled participation trophy upbringing uh, has lowered his hand-eye coordination that much. See, but I would have I would have failed scrolling in a Google Doc uh, 101, but there is no failing, so I got a great job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so all this shit has produced a de-educated, self-centered, and self-validating class of silly, ignorant adults. I mean... I'd self-describe myself like that, yeah. I mean, I think we're just incredibly self-aware, honestly. Uh, but again, similar to like last week, this is just another like rehashed, boring line that angry boomers make all the time because they feel um, somewhat scared that we are a generation that gives a fuck about anything. Yeah, the idea that we could um, like have a, a hope for something better that they didn't consider or that they didn't think was a good idea or that they 
or that they or that they shot down previously like you know the resurgence of of um socialism and related ideas that it, it is rehashing the same territory for a lot of older folks because they feel they've already gone through this argument mm-hmm. but you didn't you didn't give it you didn't give it the fair shake guys yeah sorry, sorry to say friends <clears throat> okay so I'm, I'm gonna skip ahead to where i commented in here it gets good <laughs> so ooh, i don't ooh. remember what was in here but i think it gets good <laughs> so he's so he's talking about how um Green New Deal is, is way too inconsistent and everything, and and that you yeah. know the eco apocalypse is the great existential threat, but it's not. He has all this in scare quotes. So then he says, "But, and what a massive but it is, and always has <laughs> been fake. about so much more. It is the tro- oh he's talking about uh, global warming here. It is the Trojan horse of the progressive social justice warrior left. It sees environmentalism as a lever." to pursue a far larger agenda. Oh, buddy, here we go. The great transformation, mm. to use O.C.'s words, of society at large. To move... Get your Google mm, browser going. To move from the industrial economy that has brought modernity and progress to the West, to refashion the institutions and values of the West, to yet another mad leap to a socialist night world. Do-do-do-do! Night world, night world. Um, but Rex, Rex, can I call you Rex? I'm calling you Rex. Yes, yes. Unironically, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Un- but this is, this isn't even environmentalism. Like... This this crisis that we are facing, if it isn't what pushes us away from the system that is literally killing us, then yeah. I mean, yeah, we've we've been trying capitalism for a while here, folks, and it just seems to have made a lot of things worse for a lot of people. Uh, also, he really like tries to package this as like him really cracking the code on the Green New Deal, and like, no, that's like an explicit goal of the Green New Deal. Yeah, it's it, she, it, Ocasio, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez describes herself, at least I, as far as I'm aware, she describes herself as a socialist. That might not. Be, is that true? I think she, fact check. Fact she, check me. I think she calls I mean, herself a, a democratic socialist, which okay. Well, at least she uses the word. Yeah, which but is I think that's far better. That's as than far previous. as you can go in America. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's that's kind of what. Uh, yeah, what I'm what I'm getting at. Um, like, these solutions to the problem, and Rex Murphy doesn't think it is a problem, but it is. Mm-hmm. Again, whatever Rex Murphy Murphy thinks, go the opposite, folks. Um, it can't really be solved by the current system so yes yes environmentalism environmentalism is being used as a lever because our only way to get past our crisis is to change the system yeah sorry exactly google venezuela (laughs) yeah i think you've hit the nail right on the head there um so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna skim through this last little bit it's just more inflammatory stuff about um how he's calling out the green new deal as being about yeah so so he quotes ocasio cortez here uh so really the heart of the green new deal is about social justice and he retorts of course it is and for those who have looked with horror at the manifest impossibility of even fragments of aoc's agenda consider this she sees the whole melange of absurdities as just the appetizer a teaser for the full movie he quotes her again saying even the solutions that we have considered big and bold are nowhere near the scale to end the actual problem that climate change presents to us 
he retorts again with uh environment well don't i feel clever yeah. for saying the exact same thing she said <laughs> <laughs> he's he's successfully predicted the present <laughs> environment environmentalism is the come on the bait to get people to the carnival inside yes the real or fuller agenda follows if i may wax zoological it is the camel please do oh, i have a degree yeah. in it you're gonna love this it is it, it's the camel's nose in the tent the wolf in sheep's clothing the fox in the hen house and the durable cat among the pigeons Sorry, give me that first one again. The, the camel's, camel's nose, nose in, the in the tent. Yeah. You don't want your... If, if you're ever, like, in the desert and you see your camel's nose in the tent, that means it's it's smelling carbon monoxide and you've just died of tent carbon monoxide poisoning <laughs> and it's too late. <laughs> yeah. Cam- camels are actually... The, the humps are inbuilt carbon monoxide detectors. If they flash red, you need to get to high ground. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, oh, he, he doesn't stop here. Oh, yeah, previously he was talking about how she wants to, like, essentially tax cow farts, and he found that absolutely ridiculous that uh, cow farts are an actual problem. They are. Uh, so he, he says... Confirmed. Yeah, so he says, the second great value of this magnum carta of the bovine farta will come as a distress to the very many. Uh, yeah, horrible. Uh, you must now consider the prop... Oh, God. Oh, sorry, I just read ahead. <laughs> you must now consider the proposition that Donald Trump, Twitter Meister S- President Supreme, is actually, prepare for this, the adult in the house. Dad's mm, home, kids. Yeah. Trump's here. Yeah, okay. Daddy so, Trump. Um, Re- Rex... Rex, when you typed that sentence, surely even you realized <laughs> what the the absurdity, the intense absurdity. I think if you, uh, if your thesis statement is that Trump is being the adult, you're just your thesis statement is wrong. I think he realizes this at this point, uh, and how far off the rails he's gone. Because literally, the next sentence is, "I end abruptly by necessity." <laughs> <laughs> if I continue this train of thought, I might have to change my opinion. Oh, yes. And now, and now he says he offers us a riddle. So I want you to try to get... So I'm going to read it to you. And I want you to... Riddle me uh, this, Rex. Riddle me this. And I want you to guess the answer to this riddle. <clears throat> oh, I will. Gladly. How does an American get to Venezuela when the airports are closed and jet travel outlawed and there's no monorail to Caracas? Google search. <laughs> close simple have congress adopt the green new deal he'll be there in a week along with everybody else in america oh yes 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 oh the newest province of venezuela (laughs) the united states of america yes and that's his denouement that's his fully support that's his sign off he finishes it up there yeah when i when i when this article first like entered the twitter sphere and i found it um i noticed that absolutely nobody was talking about it <laughs> and no one has yeah. ever referenced it at all which is just I, I i talk about it here on the on this podcast just because it's absolutely hilarious and horrible and well, it's a gold it's, mine. it's a gold yeah. mine of, of bad takes but it's such a bad take that like everybody in canada who reads the national post was just kind of like eh, this isn't really worth our time <laughs> <laughs> But oh, so wow. yeah, this whole thing is is 
is amazing. Amazing in how spot on he's gotten everything, but it just in the wrong direction. Um, but it brings up the question of like, you know, when is progressive too progressive, right, Keith? Well, that's a that's a yeah, that's a huge question on like, a lot of people's minds. We... And, and if um, <laughs> if if he if Rex Murphy is is worried about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, then what is there to do about it? In America, wow. <laughs> Keith's got the answer Excellent for this. Question. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do indeed. Excellent question that I'll immediately answer myself. Thank you, me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is this isn't by a a Canadian looking in. This is by a uh, an American citizen, a man that uh, listeners may be familiar with, um, Brett Stevens. Oh, I'm definitely not. Uh, he writes. Writes for the New York Times. You can see him in the opinion columns uh, every now and then. He's, um, uh, you know, your classic kind of uh, pro-Israel, mm. anti-Iraq, um, anti-climate change, anti-Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for sure. Hundy-pee, um, but Democrat. But Democrat. <laughs> and yes. Trump is just a step too far. <laughs> so yes. that's kind of what this article is about. This This guy... Uh, he's he's the he's the rational center. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So being being very rational, he's given his uh, given a, a very punchy little rational title here. We need more sister soldier moments. Now I wasn't familiar. I'm not either. With, uh, what this is because for, honestly, it's really just I'm too I'm young. Um, so apparently, uh, during the. Uh, the Clinton administration um, in 1992, literally before either of us were born, um, this this woman, uh, Lisa Williamson, better known as Sister Soldier, said, um, if black people kill black people every day, why not have a week and kill white people? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable. <laughs> Let's mean, do yeah, it. Yeah, we could kill more um, people. She, <laughs> she also said, if there are any good white people, I haven't met them. And I, um, that's a move. Do we stand a queen? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um so apparent for whatever reason, I'm sure there's actual context uh for this, but Chase is the guy to go to if you want actual context. I didn't research this. What do you no. what do you take me for? Waste your time researching? Um, What's up, takes? <laughs> so Br- Brett Stevens helpfully provides a little bit of context. Mm. Sensing a political opportunity, Bill Clinton went before Jesse Jackson's Rainbow Coalition to rebuke uh Williamson. Bill Clinton says if you took the words white and black and you reversed them, you might think David Duke was giving that speech. So he gave he gave that oh, as man. governor of Arkansas. Is that is that what we call a mic drop? <laughs> yeah, a real a real ooh gotcha moment. Oh. That's the Google Venezuela of nineteen ninety two. Black people are actually the KKK. <laughs> Jackson of the Rainbow Coalition was furious. Oh, really? <laughs> but Americans, Americans were reassured that Clinton really was a new kind of Democrat, not in thrall to the party's left wing. Oh, so he was elected president a year l- later. <laughs> so, so a real Democrat, as in still like an Andrew Jackson, like hardcore racist Democrat. Yeah, a real like 1800 <laughs> style the old... antebellum Democrat. <laughs> I mean, Arkansas, you know. So, uh, Brett Stevens says, uh, American politics could use another sister-soldier sister, sister soldier m- moment. Two, in fact. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh no. See? He's uh he's not afraid of attacking both sides. Oh. Oh god. No. All right. I'm just going <laughs> to let you go on. <laughs> so I'm not going to read through this. Good because um, we're running out of time in our mini episode. Because oh. <laughs> mini, <laughs> mini, mini, mini. Under an shit, hour. Shit, shit. That all that means is under an hour. Um so so he mentions like how Donald Trump has been Donald Trump. Uh this this is um right after uh John McCain died, I believe. Oh, um, I've cherished that. And day. so, so he, so he's mentioning like, yeah, Donald Trump said all these terrible things about about this hero, hero, uh, this hero who crashed a plane into into uh, a basket weaving factory. Truly, the the military marvel of the 20th century. Yeah. So Donald Trump's behavior, um, blew a hole in our already shattered expectations of presidential behavior. It showed that Trump isn't merely unsuited to leadership. He's unfitted for manhood. Ooh. This would be the moment for a rising Republican leader, Nikki Haley comes to mind, oh. to say in clear and categorical terms, that is not us. <laughs> well, Brett Stevens... That, that kind of is you. That kind of definitely is absolutely you. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I, I mean, and I say you, because if he were in Canada, like, Brett Stevens would be voting. Oh, a uh, conservative. conservative. He'd, be, he'd be considered on our right wing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I automatically think of him as kind of right wing. But, like, yeah, the Republican Party is pro... Trump Trump just says the quiet part loud as um, yeah. that lovely phrase uh, goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so so he says um, someone could give a, a nice speech about how John McCain's values represent the Republican Party at its best. Courage, freedom, faith, forgiveness. Oh, oh yeah. Love it. love it. The only good values to have. He does acknowledge that uh, such a moment won't derail Trump's renomination. We wouldn't want that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God, imagine. But it will send a signal essential for the party's long-term health that a future Republican president will restore honor and dignity to the White House. Not this one. God, <laughs> not the current president. A no future way. hypothetical, currently non-existent president will definitely act better because of this. Please, please, God, please let this not shift the Overton window forever on presidents. Oh, my God. Sorry, Brad. It's too late. It's far it's, too late for I'm this. so sorry. I, for one, can't wait till uh, future President Bernie Sanders has a hobo trash fire in the Rose Garden. <laughs> I I can't wait for him to stand up for the values of John McCain, famous supporter of Bernie Sanders. So then he moves to the Democrats. John Hickenlooper. Uh, that's not name, a real name. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Had his chance. Had his chance earlier this morning on bleh, earlier this month on Morning Joe to describe himself based on his business record as a proud capitalist, quote. He flubbed it. you do. Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker had a chance to repudiate Representative Ilhan Omar's anti-Semitism without equivocation, just as Nancy Pelosi did. They flubbed it. They later did it. Kamala Harris had a chance to break out beyond her deep blue base by opposing the Green New Deal in the name of fiscal responsibility. She flubbed it. She should have thrown them in jail. God damn it. 
Kirsten Gillibrand could have embraced her centrist record as a blue dog Democrat rather than run away from it. She flubbed it. And he goes on literally through at the time of uh, when he published this. Lit every single um, current Democrat uh, primary candidate talking about how they're not centrist enough. Yeah. They're not center enough. Where are the people who are pro-Israel, anti-environment, uh, pro-capital? This is such, <laughs> well, this is such like an amazing like, other looking party. glass mirror of like the media circles that I think we're usually in of like literally us talking about all of these candidates as being fake progressives and he's just like no 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 they're they're fake centrists they're not centrist enough yeah they're too prog- like he says beto is too progressive <laughs> and and anti-israel he uses <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's just it, it, yeah it's like it's a completely different world and he's I've, not even on what they would consider the right wing no, so is, you can this is, imagine what they this think is establishment democratic poli- politics wait does does he even touch bernie or is like bernie like way off the oh bernie, bernie is not mentioned bernie, <laughs> bernie is persona is non carefully let out. i think <laughs> i think brett stevens realizes that that bernie is beyond safe <laughs> in his in his point of view bernie cannot uh, be brett born stevens, again yeah, Brett Stevens is descending from the heaven heavens with the centrist holy water to baptize these primary candidates, and Bernie is busy like burning a church in his Viking garb over the next hill. The top ten percent um, are not nearly burned enough. The top twenty percent of the top. 30% of tithes are going towards the clerical gobs, and this is this cannot continue. Um, <laughs> so uh, then, he, then he mentions uh, topical for the March publishing date of, of uh, the article. Trump's executive order th- on campus free speech could provide another opportunity for a pro- Democrat to break with progressive orthodoxy. And I see the look you're giving me. <laughs> I hadn't heard about this either. I don't know if this was actually released. I I don't know what he's talking about. No, but is 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 the point that he's trying to make is that these Democratic uh, nominees should support it? Oh, he gives a three step plan of oh. what to do about the executive order. Yes. Step one. Mama loves a plan. Criticize it. <laughs> Criticize the order as uh, out overreach of uh, federal government. Okay. Step two acknowledge that there's a serious problem when it comes to speech on the left step three pledge that as president you will restore america's moral leadership when it comes to defending press freedom ideological diversity and individual conscience folks really quick could you just google venezuela for me one more time one more time for good measure for another example for a really good example of the united states defending press freedom (laughs) ideological diversity and individual conscience can you really quick google venezuela for me please just give yourself a quick look so is he he's essentially what he's saying is be cnn i think be more i i don't really uh Pay attention to CNN coverage, but I imagine even more centrist than that. It's just like exceptionally both sidesy, like to the point of they'll always have like the opposing voice on. You know, like you know, Trump made a big mistake today. He may have overreached the bounds, but like, do we have an issue on campus with free speech? Uh, here's here's mm, a yeah, Republican exactly. correspondent Rex Luther to tell us more. 
<laughs> no, it, it it is it 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 is that. Um, uh, yeah, he's. I mean, based on his own publication history of of uh, his op eds in the New York Times. When it comes down to it, I think that Brett Stevens is just requesting that more Democrat candidates fit his exact belief system, which is super, super specific and no longer at all in line with what any actual mainstream Democrat wants. Brett, you're living in the past, buddy. Come on, come to the future. The future is now, old man. <laughs> so uh, this this move... Um, this mm-hmm. this sister soldier moment, as he's framing all yes, of these things yes. as uh, breaking with the base, will uh, furnish evidence that the candidate is of the center, not the fringe, exactly, and that he or she can appeal beyond the Democratic base to Americans who think capitalism is mainly good. Anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism, same thing to Brett Stevens, are profoundly bad, and the intellectual commissars of the woke left are intolerant bores. So what you're trying to tell me is he wants them to go after the suburban Republican voter. Yes, get those suburban Republican votes. Get those flip-floppers. It works now, it works every if it works yeah. the first time, it works every time. It worked in 2016. It it worked in 2018. It it'll work in 2020. Just keep trying it because it does work and always works. And look, okay podcasts with more intelligent hosts than us with better backings in in u.s politics have gone over this point extensively you guys know like this it's nothing new and it is not a winning strategy it's not like brett stevens thinks of himself as a democrat and presumably he doesn't want trump to get reelected. he he kind of says so in this article he does Mm -hmm. not support a trump victory in 2020 but this exact thinking lost 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- this is the type of person, uh, and you see it all the time, is when a party starts to shift in an ideological direction that's opposed with yours, uh, there's always going to be resistance. And this is the type of guy that I would, of course, expect this kind of resistance from. Uh, just so happens that this is in a direction that's actually good for most people and will help people out more. So. Brett, you're in the you're in the wrong, buddy. But that's no. but that's not going to that's not going to face him. And I feel like I don't know much about um, American voter intentions, honestly. But I feel like, given the choice, likely this man will fall in, step fall in line, and probably vote for the Democratic candidate regardless. Or unless Howard Schultz runs. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the exact kind of guy that. That Howard Schultz is targeting, and I think this was before um, the sort of meme rise of uh, the Yang Gang. So maybe, maybe that's more Brett Stevens' cup of tea. I think I think Stevens is more of a Mike Gravel type guy, honestly. Oh yeah, <laughs> honestly, same. Get him in. Get him if, in. Let him that, talk. That's something else talk. to Google. Google Senator uh, Gravel. He's just oh. What a what an absolute king 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 yeah king thick dummy thick <laughs> king. I'm trying to join the Democratic nomination debate, but I'm dummy thick, <laughs> and the sound of my ass cheeks <laughs> keeps alerting the moderators. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I mean that's 
that's about all I think we're gonna squeeze out of uh, out of Brett Stevens and and Rex Murphy. Two two intellectual titans. You know, people are clamoring for the Jordan Peterson Slavoj Zizek debate. I want to see the Rex Murphy Brett Stevens debate, but I have a feeling that it would be more of a sort of um, reciprocal jerking off motion some sort of debate. like ellipsoid shape perhaps you know really yeah, really quiet yeah. yeah no i think i think we can put these two um unfortunately behind the times men to rest now and hopefully never ever have to talk about them ever again i bet that they'll they won't publish anything after this, after our scathing <laughs> after, retort. After our after a scathing review of articles they wrote months ago. <laughs> they'll they'll <laughs> hang up their their uh, their journalistic hats and, and put on the old uh, the old hemp cl- hemp rope necktie <laughs> parody, parody, non actionable. <laughs> you cannot charge us with anything for this. All right, so that was a a handful of takes. Um, this is under an hour, so this is a mini episode. Screw the haters. Yeah. Um, quick little catch up. Uh, Alberta's still shit. Uh, elections going on. Maybe polls are switching. Polls are switching. Polls are changing. NDP is getting competitive. Really stoked on that. But uh, hopefully within the next uh, week or so, we can you know talk a little bit more in depth about this because I've got an itch that cannot be scratched until I yeah. talk about Alberta politics for an hour to people who don't want to listen to me talk about it oh yeah yeah and and in the meantime if you're looking for more live t- live uh updates on it um chase where can people find you on the internet yes you can find me at chase t clark uh that'll get you to my twitter and my instagram which i never use if you're interested and how about you keith you can find me at n-o-d-j-k-q-r on twitter on tumblr on facebook on <laughs> gmail <laughs> on um please on spam, maple story probably please spam <laughs> keith on steam and facebook and law send me steam gifts yes please and of and of course you can you can follow just the show for show links show related uh information um at cyt pod we're going to be working hard to try to get that uh to have more of a an active social media presence um so watch that space Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um well uh i guess we'll talk to you folks next week try not to be as wrong in your day-to-day about everything as either of our two uh guest columnists this week how about that i think that sounds like a great way to leave it off Take you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Take me for a spin. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, we should really think of something.